humans at their core are dysfunctional. That's what he used. He uses the word dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And to acknowledge that dysfunction is not negative. It is just honest. To say that this earth is functioning correctly would be a lie. Right? It is... we either Humans, generally speaking, are dysfunctional. Incorrect. We got headaches. We sick. We got diseases. We mad. We stressed. We hate each other. We killing each other. There's something about this flesh... And how we are operating in this world that is not of correct function. And so I think that the goal of spirituality is to figure out how to function correctly. Okay, I can get with that. You feel me? But why though? Why though? But why though? Why though? Why though? Why though? Why though? Why though? One Sunday just hit me. I was like, okay. And you had to walk to the front. You know that. Come as you come as you are. (laughs) Anybody. And then and it feels like they're talking to you and you're like, like, just take off, just walk up there. Uh, Did you have somebody walk up there with you? That's what they usually tip somebody. Yeah, yeah. I I remember telling my my god mom, like, can you walk with me? But I was walking so fast because I was so scared. And (laughs) I give I reached the front. Were you scared of of giving your life to God or were you scared of people looking at you as you were? Of people looking at you. Because uh, it was like I was in the balcony and then come down. Uh, it yes, was the long Yeah. It was one Jesus. of those churches. I'd say probably like not a huge mega church. Yeah. But um like a decent four hundred people. And so I'm like speedling, shuffling. I remember what I was wearing. I was wearing purple, this little purple shawl. Do you remember what you was wearing? Yes, I remember what I was wearing. You don't remember <laughs> what you was wearing, that's inaccurate. You know they say well, like seventy percent of human memories are like a story that we tell you ourselves. Know why I remember? Did you know that? No, most I didn't of the shit that. that you think you remember is inaccurate. Well, I know I do remember this because we especially said, from childhood. Okay, can I get to talk? I'm listening. Because we had to dress up for church and only had a few things that were like really nice. Oh, so you was broke. Yes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and you only had three church outfits. <laughs> You <laughs> was broke. No, that's everything. Either you was broke or you don't remember accurately. No, because no. no way you just accurately remember this particular dress. Because no. I have no idea what I wore when I got saved. But like, no who idea. remembers? Like, I mean, that's like, what I'm saying. Who, who remembers? Hella, who has hella church outfits? Me. I was fresh as fuck. I was Baptist. I grew up Baptist, so we, well, we, we seasoned well, it we, every time. Okay, okay. We, we, well, we were completely. We were okay. We were like here. We were like. We were like your Easter Sunday churchgoers. Nah, oh, you only went on Easter. It was so it you was, had it was one similar like that. Outfit, no, yeah. no, you don't understand what I'm saying. People who only go like maybe two times a month or maybe That's half the time. That's a lot. Okay, or I'm not saying this the right way. Yeah. Maybe like three times a quarter. So that brings up a beautiful question. How uh, how long do you think that children should develop a relationship with Christ prior to? So you're not Christian right now, right? No. So if you're not Christian, then I would suppose that even when you thought that you were Christian, you weren't um, experienced enough to really be able to accept God in your life. I did an educational video somewhat about that. I, I hit on it briefly about how is it that little kids can accept Christ. He was eight. 
somewhere. You said right. Christian from eight to fifteen. Probably. Uh-huh. Because like I mean, but like what is Christian, which is why I said it's cultural. I think there's there's If you a, got baptized then you just then you did the ceremonial agreement. No, you are that understanding you are, you are understanding the timeline. You didn't let me finish that in the beginning. Okay. Where I tell you So the you timeline. were culturally Christian from eight. What, yes, what, when but I, I, I consider someone being Christian is when they're actually aware that, oh, snap, I'm giving my life to Christ. Um, so then That I was say, you in the purple dress. Yes, that would be around yeah. 11. Okay, but sure. again, before, it was literally just like, oh, she's dragging us to church. Yeah. All right, we got to go. And um, I'm here. But I not don't really understand listening. God right now and I'm 27 right well how are you when you were young like, I know goofy church? as fuck like every other like were you kid. paying attention and you considered yourself Christian even though no no no, no. I mean attention? yeah that's what I'm saying that's culturally Christian yeah I think that every little kid uh is brainwashed okay no <laughs> straight <laughs> I gotta up say it like straight that. up I think every little kid I think their mama's brainwashed their auntie's brainwashed you know okay. how I feel about everybody being brainwashed. But seriously, not to say that it's anything wrong with Christ, not to say that there's anything wrong with being Christian. I think that that's a beautiful way of life if it is lived accurately. But how many Christians actually live a Christian life? Almost none. I damn near respect Muslims more than I respect Christians because at least they really be with the shit. See what I'm saying? Them niggas is really not showing their I hair. Mean, but how the would fuck, you judge you know someone as living a Christian life? Keeping the commandments, part A. Do you know any Christian that has kept all Ten Commandments? No, you don't know. And I get, and I get it that we've all, you know, what is it? Uh, we all fall short of the glory of God, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, I think being a Christian is beautiful. I think any religion is beautiful. I just think that there is a certain age and level of maturity necessary before you could even actually consider yourself a thing. Like, I'm a Christian. That's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's... You don't even understand life at 11, much less less how to live a lifestyle in agreement and in accordance to the will of God through this book that was written 20 languages ago in fucking Aramaic that... Have you read the whole Bible? No. Can you name 30 books right now? No, I can't. You dig what I'm saying? And, like, that's your average Christian damn near. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's, that's whack. Not hmm. Christianity is whack, but the idea that it is, it is more cultural than in practice. It is just my mama was a Christian, my daddy but was a Christian. But why do you need these metrics to define how how much of a part of a religion someone? The same way you need a metric to define everything. Everything is defined by. I a metric. think a more like you're not a Kendrick fan if you don't know at least five songs by him. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you a nigga that heard this shit on the radio before. <laughs> no, that's real as fuck. Like, no, nah, I'm not talking about you. Yeah, I, that's I know you know more than five Kendrick songs, but I'm saying like, as somebody that only know "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe," I can't call you a Kendrick fan. Jim. But we don't tend to rate Christians the same way. But it seems like Christians, we know John three sixteen, we know like the Lord's Prayer, we know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Five other things. Maybe. I'm talking about on average, like the average Christian. And uh I mean, but what I'm saying is why do you have to have a certain it's almost like you're trying to grade someone's Christianity. Whereas how do you how does that determine how they actually feel? 
in the spiritual realm and just to get a, I'm, I don't want to feel like we badgering Christians or Christianity but, but anyone who is a part of a religion or on a spiritual path why do you why does it have to be assessed in a certain way why can't it be off of feeling because isn't that essentially what spirituality is supposed to be your yeah. connection to something and how I see it um, just to give you background as far as why did I stopped being Christian um, for me it really was I just stopped the believing mainly because I think when these types of things happen a, a major event occurs and for me it was my did grandparents did the mic go down or am I tweaking Ah oh, man, you're ruining a moment. Man. I'm sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like the, the mic lowered or something. I don't know. It I'm did listening. lower. But, uh, did it lower? You want to go ahead and fix that? Yeah, hold on, everybody. Time, yeah, although I said hold on, it was like, you know, we just did some studio magic shit, so you didn't even hear that break right there. So anyway, continue. Mm. Mm, that's deep, right? So deep. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Christian, you... Anyway, Christian me. But yeah, I stopped being a Christian when uh, I stopped believing because uh, my grandparents got murdered. And I was like, man, like, how does something like that crazy happen to just some really nice people? And everybody's like, oh, well, you got some folks that say like, oh, God's plan and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, OK, really? Are you, are you really doing this? Um, so for me, it was just like, dang, how could someone let that happen? this omniscient being that's supposed to be in control and favors those who do good and yada 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 um so that's just what made me question to your statement that you said a second ago about uh spirituality being a feeling i agree i agree that first of first of all for all those listening i am deeply spiritual i believe in spiritual realm i believe in god uh, my only questions or concerns towards anybody that is in any religion, specifically the ones that give God this very particular definition and even character traits and shit like that. Like, yeah, you felt spiritual things in your life, but to say that those things are Jesus specifically, okay. you don't know. You don't know of these spiritual, this this very, this very real spiritual feeling that you may have felt in a Christian church. Who is to say that uh, the being that gave you that feeling was named Christ specifically? Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's kind of how I feel about uh, people. Like we don't know nothing about Christ by and large, and I'm not talking about me or anybody in particular listening to this, but I'm talking about by and large the average Christian. Do not know shit about Christ, really. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I, I talked about that in, in, in an educational video before. Like, the idea, like, you know what I'm saying? Point to Bethlehem on the map. You know what I'm saying? Name Jesus' brothers and sisters. Like, if you can't do those things, then why have you given your everlasting mm-hmm. soul to a being that you don't know fully? So, yes, have a spiritual walk. Yes, believe in God. But, <sighs> Certainty is a very annoying thing. Yeah. Niggas act like they certain about shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's just like, I, and I'm fine. Do what you do what you want to do. But when you act like you certain, then you start living your life and judging others people's life because of what you feel like you certain about. When really, if you don't speak fucking Aramaic, you are not certain about the Bible. <laughs> you are not. 
You just do not know what the fuck you're talking about. Or at least Greek, or at least Hebrew, or at least something. And there's a lot of, mind you, Bible and biblical scholars that know Greek, know Hebrew, know all that shit. The average Christian do not. They just know what the fuck their pastor taught them. And it's very um, surface. Like, the story of Christ and the Bible. And I believe that the Bible is, I'd even say that I believe that the Bible is accurate in a lot of cases. I just feel like if it's, I just feel like it's way, 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 way deeper than the average person thinks and even knows about. And I think it it is very um, stupid, for lack of a better phrase, to allow little kids to say that this is the truth mm-hmm. when they don't even know shit. Because you don't even know shit, parent of said little kid. Seems like you're harboring a lot of resentment. No, I don't have That's no resentment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I had no resentment. I mean, when I was a little kid, church was cool. I used to like going to church. Uh, but I always talk about this particular thing. This, I think I told you this before. Uh, back when I was a little kid, it was this time where you had to read uh, scriptures in front of the church. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody had a scripture, and we had like on little, little tiny ass, goddamn it, fortune cookie, little slips of paper and shit. And all little kids, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? all little kids standing up, and we gotta read whatever. <laughs> Jesus died for our sins, whatever. Mm-hmm. You gotta read something. So we had read read a scripture, and so my particular scripture that I had to read was, uh, I, I and I'm. For all the Christians out there, I am definitely about to not say this scripture verbatim or correctly, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, no man may make it into the kingdom of my father but through me, or something like that. You heard the scripture I'm talking about, or you heard of that scripture? No. I Again, I was kind of like just glazed eyes when yeah, I was right. in church. <laughs> so there was, a, there, was a, there was a scripture where it's just like, essentially, no man make it to the father or to heaven, to the kingdom of God, but through me. Which essentially is saying... Or at least this is how we translate it. Because Eckhart Tolle would say that. It's not saying this. But how we translate it is that essentially you ain't going to get to heaven unless you're a Christian. Mm. And so that's a very harsh ass statement. And even as a little child, I considered and I thought about, damn, what about Muslim little kids? Or what about Indian kids? Or what about little kids that somewhere off in the world where they ain't never heard of? Jesus or any of this are they going to hell and then there's another Bible scripture and again it's, the Bible is very good spe- specifically the organization of Christianity is very good at almost like answering any question of, the, of potential negation to the Bible because mm-hmm. there's this there's this scripture that says everybody will hear of the of Jesus before they die like there's a scripture that's that say that that's creepy no real shit there's a scripture that say that and so if you say to a christian well what about the indian person in the trees god damn it somewhere that ain't never heard of a church ain't no churches ain't no christianity where they from they'll say that listen this will be the exact response to you well the, well, the bible says that every man shall hear the name of jesus and will be given an opportunity essentially to convert mm-hmm. and uh my question to them is like, so if the nigga came to you with a religion and you already I obviously are a Christian, would you convert? Most of them say no. So why do we expect other mm-hmm. religions to convert? You know what I'm saying? 
And then when we think about the empirical history or imperial history mm-hmm. of Christianity, how it was built on converting people and all of this shit, it just makes you question it. I think that Christ was real. I think that Christ may even have been the only begotten son of God. I don't know. But the difference between me and the average Christian, or at least the particular Bible thumping Christians, is I am comfortable with saying that I don't know. And I just want people to be much more comfortable saying I don't know. We love feeling like we know shit. Mm-hmm. What you think about that? Mm-hmm. I understand your point. Uh, but my thing... I guess as it as it when it comes to all of that, I guess I agree, or I I know I agree. Um, just because I've always found the whole um, mission trip thing very interesting. Like here, we're gonna all you need is some Jesus in your life. Yeah, take this book while you are still, <laughs> you are still impoverished. <laughs> like what? But um. For me, that was kind of one of the points, especially when it comes to, I know this is going to be real touchy, but as it pertains to African Americans, like Christianity being used as a tool of um, controlling uh, people into, and at at some point, like changing the meaning of words to justify um, what you want to be done to gain power over another person, um, specifically slavery and things like that. Um, so that's that really even triggered. I remember in college always having debates uh, with like roommates and all that because again you have a lot of people who are like really into Christianity. And my thing was like, just tell me where the original text is, just because like there's so many different interpretations. That's what I'm saying, Aramaic. And if you and do so not speak like, Aramaic, I don't give a fuck what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and my thing is, I kept saying about. like, okay, well, who wrote that? Yeah. Or who told him? Yeah. And who told that person? I want to. Who get is to the Paul? Bottom. Yeah, I want to get to the. Who bottom is that of nigga? Um, uh, accordingly, Paul the apostle never even met Jesus. Mind you, he wrote like half of the New Testament or some shit, like thirteen books, twelve books, some hella. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He never even met Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know who Paul is. What is the Aramaic name for Paul? But what gave that nigga the juice yeah. to be able to talk about who chose the books yeah. that's even in the Bible? And here's the thing. I'm not saying this because um, it can often come off as you trying to convince somebody that, oh, what you believe isn't true. Yeah. My, it was just for me, in order for me to believe, like I genuinely do not believe if I don't know who the heck wrote this? Yeah. Tell me. Because yeah. if if you can't let me know, like I, I literally can't grasp it. And therefore, like for me, it's just I just don't believe in it. However, if someone else believes in it, then I'm of the, the thought that like that is good. That helps you be a better human being if that helps you enjoy your time here on Earth. Yeah, I am all for it. But like you're saying, when you're mindless with it and then trying to convince other folks yeah. and even gain some type of control over them and use it in like this imperialistic way, that's when I'm like, hey, hold on. Like, why you got to be like that? Um, now, what I will say is that, uh, again, I'm very comfortable in my I don't know this. There's a woman that I'm friends with or not even friends, acquaintances with. And I've told you about her. And she's a prophet. 
and this motherfucker be accurate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she gets me up at the most crazy, overwhelming, stressful times of my life. My shoe. She is a Christian. She believes in the God of Abraham and Jacob and all these niggas in the Bible, and she <laughs> believes that the nigga, the God, they God, that God is the God, and that's who be talking to her and telling her all the shits, and she be knowing the shits. You know what I'm saying? She be. Or she could be shooting dark darts in the dark. You know what I'm saying? And just luckily be hitting me up at perfect times, but it just be feeling too perfect. And so and she is a Christian. And to say that she doesn't have some type of prophetic gift. And again, if anybody knows me or even has watched my educational videos, I'm not a gullible person. I am not a I if anything, I damn near pride myself on being cynical and anti-damn near anything. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm the last nigga that's finna get got on some gullible shit. Mm-hmm. But it's just like time and time again and again, this particular woman, uh, she be coming to me on some super accurate shit. And she is a Christian. And she believes that God himself Specifically, he uh, is telling her all of the all of the shit, and she got a gift, and she's here to spread the word of God. Not even the word, like he's telling her specific words that she's acting on on herself. She's following instructions, and do they be accurate and helpful for my life? For sure. So for me, I don't know. My spiritual path has grown immensely. I have a liking towards Buddhism and a lot of the more uh, Eastern esoteric religions. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm a part of any of those, but I like them because they kind of they talk about having a direct relationship with God in a different way. And of course, Christians will say, oh, it's about your personal relationship. But like Buddhism and these type of religions is literally sit your ass down by yourself and you connect with God through meditation, not through some stories that you read. You know what I'm saying? You may read something that helps you, but it's it's about a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a good spirituality. And again, you know, I think this might also be a scripture or something that people act like is a scripture. I don't know if it's a scripture for it. Something about judge tree by its fruit. You heard that before? Mm-hmm. And so... The fruit of Buddhism be seeming like a better fruit than the fruit of Christianity. And by fruit, I mean the vast majority of people that follow say religion. Why? All right, take a picture in your head of the average Christian. You got the picture? Sure. Now take a picture in your head of the average Buddhist. I mean, whole different picture. That second nigga you saw was peaceful, he was happy. He was meditating. He was smiling. He was eating mangoes and shit. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was chilling. (laughs) The first nigga that you pictured was every nigga in Chicago walking down the street. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Not to say anything wrong with Chicago. That's where I lived. It's cool. All I'm saying is that a lot of the Eastern religions are much more practiced. It's It's not so much about holding this Bible or whatever or, mm-hmm. or, or Quran or whatever is this beacon of as this beacon of of righteousness I'm writing you wrong like Buddhists don't be caring about none of that shit they're just meditating 
<laughs> they're just living and loving. Yogis and shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that I fuck with yogi. I, again, all of the Eastern shit. Mm-hmm. These people tend to... And again, I'm speaking generally. Yeah. General statements. I'm not talking about the super beautiful, amazing, Christian, wonderful, spirited old lady or old man. You've seen a lot of them and that's beautiful. And you love being around... You know, Sister Odessa. She's just so <laughs> she's so sweet. You know what I'm saying? She's she so kind. You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> she love you with all her heart. There is sweet Odessa, but goddamn it, Yanni like- Guru. That nigga is is so peaceful. You, you like- around here, but you just feel like. You feel so, like you can smell trees. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, okay. What's up, y'all? So I take it you're enjoying the podcast. Am I right? Right? Well, if you want to hear more of our content, you can totally support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash charitycroft. That's C-H-A-R-I-T-Y-C-R-O-F-F. Got it? Cool. Now let's get so back to you, the show. you talked about what you're, what the when you think about a zen buddhist person looks like when you said the average chicago person what did, what picture did, did you get in your head just a nigga who christian because their mama christian and they're like yeah i believe in jesus but so again christianity the reason why my respect for it isn't that high not my respect for christ but my respect for the religion is because sometimes it seems very uh Passive, very uh, just cause it don't seem like purpose. When I see Buddhist people or I see yogis, when I look at them, I look, I see like, man, they where I want to be. I can't think of that many Christians that when I look at them, I think, damn, that's I want to be like you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because Christianity is so immersed in American consumerism, right? So, the pastor got a bit... Ain't nothing wrong with a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? But, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, pastors is so, like... And, I'm again, I'm speaking generally because I think the generalizations are healthy in a certain way to, to give you an overall mm-hmm. view of what something looks like generally. You know what I'm saying? General Christians, even the clergy and the pastors and preachers tend to be a little bit less I, I don't feel that beauty as mm-hmm. much I feel like, you know what I'm saying that yeah. spiritual beauty so, that I be wanting to feel so just from what you're saying um, what I pretty much deduce from it is well, I guess along the lines of what I see is like it's more performative. It's more sh- showmanship with yeah. Christianity. However, I do think that there, whereas with the Buddhism stuff, it is more of um, a practice that's like, I guess it's more. You don't you don't need all that showmanship because it is about the in- individual. But I think Christianity can can be so much about the community. It's very yeah. a communal type type of type of religion. Where um, sometimes people focus more on the the collective than what they're doing the work with themselves and their personal relationship with God and things like that. That's not to say like I do think that I mean there are Christians who 
would be on that more um, the, the end of the spectrum that isn't trying to be so showy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think that's hard to see above everything else. Um, but I guess that's what I didn't like about Christianity, just because it was like, just like when I asked you about the metrics, like, oh. How many times are you going to church? Yeah. How many times have you read the Bible? I don't know if those are actual questions, but I think those are. Um, but that's what I don't like. I'm more interested in the inner work. Like, what inner work are you doing? Do you have peace by yourself? Like, yeah. do you actually need to showcase that? Um, and the question is, is it wrong to showcase it? But I think a lot of times it can be so surface level. Yeah, it's, it's people, very... It's, it's, What's the word we always use? Egoic? <laughs> Man, you be That's in my head. You always, I thing. was literally about to say, I swear to God, I was about to say egoic like yeah. man I, I swear to god yeah. on my soul i was about to say that yeah it's been it's funny i still say shit like i swear to god on my soul but like uh and that's why i say it's more cultural like yeah and, even even saying you, that statement like, right there you is, said it's passive for some folks it's like i wouldn't use the word passive it's just cultural yeah. like some people how they, how they say they're jewish they still participate in some of the holidays but are they fully in there yeah. with the rabbi and everything no. maybe not yeah not the same thing but like yeah it's it's so egoic like it's so Christianity as a whole again generally speaking I ain't talking about your favorite uncle who a pastor and he beautiful (laughs) shout that nigga out he cool I'm saying like on average it is so Hey, look at me! I yes, know. That's not even just saying, hey, look at me. It's not doing yeah, the yeah. inner work yeah, that like, needs to be done, which is like, why we say like, like I enjoy like the Bible is yeah, a great work. I don't think it's the work like yeah. the capital T for truth. Yeah, yeah. But um, sometimes I don't think people are fully ingesting or digesting what is being taught to them. Yeah, it's just kind of parroting it. Yeah, no, for sure, parroting it. That's that's that's. That's what it be like. Yeah. That's why niggas got so many scriptures to just mm-hmm. to rattle off, right? You know what I'm saying? And again, it's so funny how Christianity works because there's a scripture to negate anything that I could ever say negative about scriptures, right? So there's a scripture that says like something like you're supposed to repeat God's word back to him. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Which almost negates us uh, talking about them parroting it. Because mm-hmm. they would respond to you and say, well, that's what you're supposed to do. The Bible says you should repeat mm-hmm. God's word back to him. You dig what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, repeat it. But it's just like, how do you feel? Do you feel peaceful? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel happy? Do you feel loving? Do you really love me? Yeah. Do you love every person that you've ever met? Do you really love them? You know what I'm saying? Do you really... I'm talking about like how Christ loves. Like, Do you mm-hmm. get that within you? And I almost never see that in Christians. Where ironically, I see Christ-like love in so many people in, like I said, more of the Eastern practices. Mm-hmm. Because it's so... Man, they don't give a fuck about shit in the most beautiful way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not... <sighs> they're not here to... I just don't like the idea of somebody telling me that is exactly you know what I'm saying like, like yeah, for me, what is like, true and it's just like you do not know yeah, yeah and my know. thing like with with having them say like in church they're like you have to do this this certain way or you yeah, have to be that way that's what's just like 
that's what made me think like huh like again that's why I started asking those questions like who said that mm-hmm. and who told them to say that and like I didn't literally when I was born I didn't come with instructions like yeah, and when I went if to- I was let me know yeah. <laughs> where is it but the fact that I do have this free will um, and even the free will to question yeah. all of this is just very interesting to me but to have something that says that this is how you have to live and yada 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 it just doesn't connect it doesn't make sense yeah. for me so now where are you spiritually so now where am I um jeez I've been around and back uh, but as far as man, I'm still trying to figure it out. Right now, I'm at the place of um, I'm not combative when it comes to other people's religions. Yeah. I'm more of a live and let live type person, and as it pertains to me, just as an individual, um, my I guess this even ties into just my view on life. Like I've told you before, like I really think. Like, I'm just here to enjoy it and to pursue joy in any way that, again, doesn't bring harm to others. Um, And really to see, like, the interconnectedness of it all. Just, like, respect people. Like, why do I need to hurt this person or condemn this person this way? Yeah. Um... And I'm still really just developing, but right now I'm just at neutral. I'm at a neutral state where yeah. I'm just like I just know that, um, really, just I'm at the state of just be a good person for right now, be a decent person, don't harm others, and uh, we'll see where stuff unravels. But like meditation, really, just following myself and my own inclinations and checking in with myself, like how am I feeling. Um, but as far as like the big God, I do believe there is one, um, because there's so many beautiful things in the world. Like my awe of nature and the design of this life and just everything. That's like my, okay. That's like, Oh, okay. I believe that you're out there. And you the bomb because you created all this. And again, my thing is like the fact that I can be saying these words, having these thoughts about is there or isn't there, that's beautiful in its design as well. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Again, I'm not even at a a point to be telling anybody, Oh, think this, think that nor should I think anybody else should be. I think it's your own personal journey. Um, but try not to kill people or, or harm them in, in the in the in the long run while you're here. What are your thoughts? My thoughts What's on spirituality your... or my thoughts on what you just said? No, on spirituality. Or both. Uh my thoughts on spirituality. Hmm. I believe there is a God. Uh I believe that we are all powerful even in a way that is almost godlike i believe in the law of attraction i believe in humans ability to manifest things and create the world around them and create their inner world and thereby affect the outer world through that uh i believe that there is some spiritual realm 
outside of us and outside of our control that is really who boss in the shit, i.e. God. I believe that we should live in alignment with that. I believe that alignment with that is a place that is free of worry, free of fear, free of hate. And I feel like when we're free of worry and free of fear and fear of hate, then naturally all the good things will happen. Peace, love, joy, happiness, right? Mm -hmm. We always talk about peace and happiness and joy as something to get. I believe that peace, happiness, and joy are already innately inside of everybody. And in order to get them, you don't have to find peace, joy, and happiness. You just got to delete all the other bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, uncover it rather than discover it. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? So I think peace and joy and empathy and love and happiness and damn near fucking utopia is present in every being once they delete worry, fear, hate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which take a while. And you got to realize all the different ways that worry, fear, and hate go you know, it's so many layers that it might seem like caution or it may seem like being safe or being smart. And then little do you know you're judging somebody or little do you know you're hurting somebody and all that. And um, so, uh, yeah, I believe in astrology too. Y'all niggas should really get on that shit. That shit crazy. So, <laughs> that shit real crazy. And, and the thing about astrology and how real it is even further even super duper further proves God because the planet's absolutely 100 billion percent sure and I ain't talking about little what's your sun sign astrology just like no I'm talking about when you really start looking into natal charts and really learn what the fuck a natal chart is like this shit is undeniably real by anybody who has who is intelligent it is it is real you know what I'm saying it is it is real as fuck which means that the planets and the stars, or not necessarily the stars, but definitely the planets and asteroids and celestial beings, do affect you. And if they do affect you, then that means the planets and stars make sense. And that means that something made the planets and stars make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, there is definitely a God. And it's funny because, like, the Roman gods were named after planets, right? Mm-hmm. Like the god Saturn, the god Mars, all of these things. Why right? these were entities that they called gods, right? They called the planets gods because they affect us in almost a godlike way. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then there's a god beyond the planets that created the planets to affect us. So there is a god. I can say that with fair confidence. Um, I can also say that things that we may think are bad often do play out into something good and then there's even a Christian scripture for that like all things work together for those who love him or some shit something like that and uh, so yeah Christ even also definitely was probably somebody was he like the only begotten son of God potentially I don't know I think Christ played a part in the whole 
shit. I think Buddha played a part in, in all the shit. I, you know what I'm saying? I think all these niggas was some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all of these niggas was actually some shit. And, uh, yeah, Christ and Buddha are good role models. For sure. And I think, uh, I think role model is a key term. Because yeah. we pedestalize Christ in a way that don't allow us to embody Christ. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what Christ really wanted is not for us to worship him, but for us to be like him, walk as he walked. I think there's a scripture out there. Like if you were my real disciple, you'll walk as I walk or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'd even say like, just like you say the, um, what's the word? Pedestalizing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think another one of my, uh, grievances with like, what are all these monolithic religions, monotheistic religions. There we go. That's the word. Uh, almost. (laughs) Would have got it right the first time. Um, was that it was like the whole savior thing, the whole, like that is external that like you need this. Uh, I think for me, I was just interpreted as very negative because some, some people can interpret that as like, Shit, well, no, I can't do much. Yeah. So it, it, it robs has you to of a lot of power. Else. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And even, again, um, but I think there's a beauty been, in surrender, though, at the same time. It's, yes. it's a lot of shit. That's but like hard, I was yeah. saying, um, feeling like, again, just knowing that you do have power and not feeling completely powerless, but like you, but again, still not you yourself not being all. <laughs> like all knowing or all powerful just like you said there is surrender but I think just giving yourself a little bit of credit with you having power and not feeling like oh everything else is up to to something outside of me yeah uh, I remember talking with my dad and his his way of thinking with spirituality is that like we're all like many creators yeah uh, like there's the big the big guy the big huge creator and then there's us where we do have some of that in us yeah. and we can exercise that. Yeah, he's cool. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Your daddy type. But yeah. But also to say, as a, I guess I am, as it pertains to spirituality, I am more of an ignorance is bliss person. <laughs> so I, I do, I teeter and totter. Sometimes I really do want to expand my understanding and, and my spirituality but sometimes it's just like I just want to keep it simple like yeah. shoot I agree I mean ignorance, <laughs> is, ignorance is definitely bliss yeah. I, I wish all the time that y'all was just writing a song today you heard it but mm-hmm. about when I was when you was a kid like that feeling of you weren't stressed about shit you didn't have to worry about where your everlasting soul was about to go or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or having purpose or any of these things. None of this is something that you had to think about when you was a kid. And I miss that freedom of not having to think about shit. But you can still have that. And I think that's the beauty of like the Eastern... No, that's, um, and that's what yeah. I'm going for. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going for, for sure. Which is why... So that is why I still am studying and still do want to learn because now as crazy... As crazy as it is, so it's like you you're a kid and you stupid. 
but you happy, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get grown and you get smart as fuck and sad as fuck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so the goal then No, real shit, real shit. So now the goal is to stay smart as fuck but get back happy as I was as a kid. Hmm, true. That's spiritual goals right there. Yeah. That's spirituality right there. Stay smart as fuck but get happy like a kid. <laughs> Don't be sad no more. But how do you achieve that? And again, another part of my um, things I go back and forth with is is how selfish to be. Because I guess my spiritual practice is very, I think of it as very spiritual. I mean, very selfish because I'm just focused on me as the individual. But how much of a responsibility do you have as a collective? Which is why I think the major religions, they try to reach out to people and save other people. But is that your duty to do that? If you or or is it to make sure that you are all good? And for me, I'm on the spectrum of I just need to make sure that I am. I think am that all you good. need to make sure that you are good. And I think that as a result of making sure you are good, if you were actually all good, then unconditional love for the rest of humanity would be a, a byproduct of your all goodness. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't have that empathy and love for everybody, then you probably not all good yet. Because again, like how the eastern practices go is like the death of the ego dissolving back into a a unity consciousness where you loving everything and everybody you know what i'm saying and uh if you are loving everything and everybody i mean if you are loving yourself then i think you will naturally open yourself up to the to the ability to love everything and everybody and so yeah start with you mm-hmm. And again, who am I, right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't there. You know what I'm saying? I, I, <laughs> and I, that's what I'm young, I, that's nah, what I was I like. You. You I, know I, yeah, right, I'm yeah. saying this, but I got work to do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> but I think that it. when everybody does that self work. Yeah. And and again, that's why I fuck with astrology because self work is absolutely different for every single person. And that's what a lot when you learn about your native charts and your, your north node and you learn like everybody's has self-work to do and it is completely different than other people's Mm self-work but all is leading towards that you doing you come you doing what you came here to do the shit to be done and the bottom line of the shit to be done is to be whole Mm -hmm. that's the goal of spirituality in general is to become whole because i think we all intuitively realize that this flesh is Mm -hmm. not it's not whole like our brains are flawed damn near in their nature right which mm-hmm. which supports certain things that that christianity say like born into sin and iniquity you dig what i'm saying like what does that, that mean you've never heard that again i was there no, I, I did I okay cool so like yeah i was right. just sitting there so the bible says that we are all born into sin and iniquity and uh for all the niggas listening and shit, I'll Google iniquity because I can't even tell you that I know exactly what that word means. Yeah, I guess that's what it means. Uh, immoral or grossly unfair behavior, wickedness. So say the scripture again. We are all born into sin and iniquity. Okay. So we are born sinful, and to sin means to miss the mark. Uh, like that's so negative. And we are born. Uh, immoral or grossly, but here's the thing. And that even here's seems the like a that's tool real. to like try to make you feel. No, nah, no, nah, like, I feel you. I, I agree, but think about it in, in this way. It's kind of right though. Humans 
at their core. And so Eckhart Tolle talks about this in his book, uh, A New Earth. It's at their core are dysfunctional. That's what he used. He uses the word dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And to acknowledge that dysfunction is not negative. It is just honest. To say that this earth is functioning correctly would be a lie. Right? It is... we either Humans, generally speaking, are dysfunctional. Incorrect. We got headaches. We sick. We got diseases. We mad. We stressed. We hate each other. We killing each other. There's something about this flesh and how we are operating in this world that is not of correct function. And so I think that the goal of spirituality is to figure out how to function correctly. Okay. I can get with that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So we are kind of born into immoral or grossly unfair behavior because is this not an immoral and grossly unfair world? Yeah, we hella born into sin and iniquity. You dig what I'm saying? And then the goal of what Christians would call being born again, right? Because like I said, I think all this shit is the same shit. It's all trying to say the same shit in different goddamnits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so like we all trying to transcend sin and iniquity, which would be love, which would be peace, which would be joy, which would be happiness, which would be serenity, yeah. bliss. Universal. Yeah. Like, and uh, I think, yeah, like you said, every religion, that's the goal. Yeah. I just think what's fucked up about Christianity and a little bit of Islam, too, is that, and Judaism, the, the, the main three yeah, religions, yeah. is that they hella imperial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that's the sucky part, which again makes me think, oh, just do it on your own. Yeah. All right, folks, we are now at the part of our show where we go to Outlandish Land. What is Outlandish Land, Charity? What is Outlandish Land? <laughs> outlandish Land. <laughs> it's a land far beyond our okay. normal reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's where we consider the things that may be unconsiderable. Esoteric. Esoteric. Secret. <laughs> so, here's some outlandish land shit. This is very outlandish, man. What if God, as we know in the Christian Bible, is an alien? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, we're out there. Oh, we're yeah. out there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> what if the entire Bible, and probably the Quran, too, are aliens? Hmm. <laughs> Now here's a because that would that would feed into my my thing of trying to figure out who wrote right. this and so have you ever heard of the Anunnaki? Uh, no. Please tell me about the Anunnaki. Okay, we're getting real outlandish. Ooh, you know, but I feel like so many people talk about this shit that it's like this ain't no get killed shit, really. <laughs> You know, I'd be scared to talk about this type of shit. <laughs> but I think this is like a common shit. So, the name Anunnaki is derived from the Sumerian god of the sky. The name is variously written as Anuna, blah, blah. So, supposedly, NK and Enlil and all of these niggas was like an alien race that essentially created the humans to mine for gold. Like, who came up with this? No, like- I'm talking... No, so this, so this literally, this ancient Sumerian text predates the Bible. And it okay. says a lot of the same stories, almost verbatim, that are in the Bible. Okay. Right? And y'all can't see, but I'm showing all the all the shit on the sides. And this essentially talks about how 
this race of aliens came to create us. So you ever you ever wonder why we like gold? Random question. No, I haven't wondered, but please tell me, Charity. I don't know, but have you ever thought about the fact that even right now as we speak, I got gold all over me. I got hella gold on this shit. I mean, it's shiny. It looks it's cool. It's shiny and it looks cool. Right. That sounds like, okay, yeah, it's shiny and it looks cool. But why is it worth so much? Are humans just literally just that stupid where we just love to look shiny and cool so much? Or maybe there's a deeper reason to why we like gold so much. Some would say that this ancient race of aliens actually designed us to have a particular eye towards gold. That's Bec- interesting. Yeah, because they came here because their atmosphere was like partially made of gold. So they created us to like mine gold and then we eventually uh, gap. It, it got beyond their ability to control what we were doing. And so eventually they left us to our bidding, but like the garden of Eden. And so if you look, if you look at uh, where this is from, it's from this place called Samaria. Uh, Samaria is and here. Here's how it gets real outlandish. Samaria. If you look right here, this is ancient pyramids and shit is of Samaria. Where is Samaria? It is in the Fertile Crescent. Where is the Fertile Crescent? Between the two rivers of Tigris and Euphrates. If you type in the Garden of Eden, if I type in where is the Garden of Eden in Google, it will say between the river of Tigris and Euphrates. If I type in where is Sumeria... It is between the river of Tigris and Euphrates. Okay. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so, um, this particular area that is modern day Iraq, why are we in Iraq right now? I don't know if I even want to put this in the podcast. This, this is <laughs> this is a real outlandish land. We are in outlandish land. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, I ain't saying I know nothing. You know, whoever the powers that be is... Y'all niggas do y'all thing. I ain't trying to stop y'all hustle. You know what I'm saying? Don't come fucking with me. (laughs) But I will say that the stories of the Bible directly correlate. And there's a bunch of scriptures. If you were to read them, if you were to read them now, it would literally sound as though it was talking about an alien invasion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but who is the... What I'm trying to get at is like, okay, we got the Bible, and the reason why I don't really um, treat it as the capital T or as the all all truths of the world is because of the authors. It's like, who actually wrote this? So as far as this knowledge about the Unaki or Unanaki um, aliens, like, who came up with that knowledge? Where did that knowledge come from? That was actually from the, from the goddamn walls of Samaria. Like, written on the walls. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, written on the walls. The same place, reminds you, they found the first humans was also right here, right? The first civilization, the first ever sign of agriculture, the first ever sign of architecture, the first ever sign of mathematics all started right here in goddamn it, Sumeria. Mm. Uh, which is also where the Garden of Eden is based. And also, these stories that's on these walls written in cuneiform is saying almost the identical story of the Bible, but rather than it being the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, it is 
these particular aliens. So what is it? Um, give me like a timeline. Uh, five, when when do you think this was created 000, as compared to when like the Bible was created? Well, we can Google when the Bible was created. When was the Bible? Or when was this created? About this was uh, six thousand years ago, approximately when. And the Bible would be sixth century, so six hundred uh, BC. The sixth century. Yeah, so this is six hundred BC. And the Sumerian text is 6,000 B.C. Oh, so You feel me? And so, uh... And it's... Well, how would you know if it's B.C.? If it's 6,000 B.C.? I don't know. You'd know better than I I know. Because it ain't no 6,080, because we ain't got there yet. What do you mean? I know that, but I mean, like, what if it's just 6,000? I don't know. Just six thousand years. Okay, what so they're saying, four thousand like, so BC. 4, 000, yes, right, right, right. Okay, cool. Saying. Yeah, one of the two. You right. One of the two. Uh, either way, hella ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a new thing. Hella ago. Okay. Okay, we gonna work with that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, bro. Y'all gotta research it, but it's this whole thing about aliens bro like the whole bible may be literally a story of aliens and it's just, it is funny because if you read certain parts of the exodus and uh the wheel in the sky and they got this whole thing this whole bible scripture where they talk about uh they saw god uh man i wish i could find a scripture right now to be so clutch so what do you think an alien is just like not of this planet or would do you ascribe any other traits to an alien I just mean a being outside of this planet. So there's this text where, uh, uh, okay, no, okay, first off, before I even say what, okay, yeah, so here it goes right here. When I talk about the Bible possibly being an alien book, I am about to now read you, uh, some biblical scriptures. I'm just gonna read you the Bible. This is straight from the Bible. This is not an alien book. I am reading the Bible. And uh, this is Ezekiel 1. And literally just listen to it with an open mind. And I want you, Miranda, to tell me what you think about this. This is the Bible. Okay. Ezekiel 1. Okay. In my 30th year, in the fourth month of the fifth day, while I was among the exiles by the Kibar River, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Huachin. Whatever that say. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, by the Kabar River in the land of the Babylonians. There the hand of the Lord was on him. Now listen. I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north. An immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. And the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human. But each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight. Their feet were like those of a calf and gleamed like burnished bronze. Under their wing, on their four sides, they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings. And the wings of one touched the wings of another. Each one went straight ahead. They did not turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being, and on the right side, each had the face of a lion, and on the left side, the face of an ox. Each also had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. They each had two wings spreading out upward, each wing 
touching that touching that of the creature on either side, and each had two other wings covering its body. Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright, and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. This was the appearance and structure of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz, and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any of the four directions the creatures faced. The wheels did not change direction as the creatures went. Their rims were high and awesome, and all four rims full of eyes all around. When the living creature moved, the wheels beside them moved, and when the living creatures rose from the ground, the wheels also rose. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, and the wheels would rise along with them, because of the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When the creatures moved, they also moved they also moved. When the creatures stood still, they also stood still. And when the creatures rose from the ground, the wheels rose along with them because the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Spread out above the heads of the living creatures was what looked something like a vault, sparkling like crystal and awesome. Under the vault, their wings were stretched out one toward the other, and each had the two wings covering its body. When the creatures moved, I heard the sound of their wings, like the roar of rushing waters, like the voice of the Almighty, like the tumult of an army. When they stood still, they lowered their wings. There, then there came a voice from above the vault over their heads as they stood with lowered wings. Above the vault over their heads was what looked like a throne of lapis lazuli, and high above the throne was a figure like that of a man. I saw from what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like glowing metal, as if full of fire, and that from there down, he looked like fire and brilliant light surrounded him. Like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of God. When I saw it, I fell face down, and I heard the verse of the voice of one speaking. Nigga, what? <laughs> what? What? What the fuck are you talking about, Ezekiel? <laughs> what the fuck are you? You said you're seeing aliens. These are aliens in a fucking ship oh above God. your motherfucking head, Ezekiel. <laughs> this is aliens, nigga. It said it was full of eyes of light. What is the eye of a light? Light bulbs, nigga. These niggas didn't have light bulbs. Okay. They thought it was light bulbs. <laughs> and they said around him was the radiance like fire, nigga. He was walking out of a ship and it was probably light surrounding him. <laughs> Real shit. Because it said a vault of, lapus, of mm. lapis, right? Mm. That's like a, met- a metallic type shit, right? Okay. This is a dark metal vehicle of some sort that this nigga's walking out of. And it said... uh and from there down, he looked like fire and brilliant light surrounded him. Imagine a nigga, imagine it's dark outside and a nigga walking out of a spaceship with the lights on behind him. So you kind of see his silhouette and it's going to look hella bright. Mm-hmm. But again, they didn't have light bulbs at this time. So what else is he going to say other than it looked like he was surrounded by fire? Radiance. This nigga saw a nigga walking out of a spaceship. <laughs> Straight up. <sighs> Thoughts. 
That was Ezekiel 1. That was not no alien book I just read. That was Ezekiel 1. My thoughts. From the New International Version of the Bible. My thoughts are that it could be what he says it is, but you have the context to even know what a spaceship is. That's my point. That they didn't have no didn't... context at the time. Yeah. So but to I them, feel like they would have invented the word and not called it just a chariot. Nigga, they didn't even know. What else do they get? You got to imagine. What do so they get to? What's the final what no cars? That was, the... that was the end of the chapter. I mean, I guess it goes to chapter two. I guess when the niggas start talking to him from out the spaceship. I mean, it is very descriptive. And it's very long. Right. That's what I'm saying. And so that's, uh, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. And he said it came out the sky. Yeah. He said, I saw the heavens open. <laughs> what that mean, nigga? <laughs> Shit came from behind the goddamn clouds. <laughs> Aliens, bruh. Oh, jeez. Look, wait, wait, go. The heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. Come on. Hmm. So when he's talking about Niggas the, is coming out of the sky. When he's talking about the, the <laughs> fifth of the month, does that have any, like, no, they just, they just type deal? I don't know, nigga. They just telling niggas when this shit happened. Oh, okay. They're telling you where it happened and when it happened. I wasn't sure. A windstorm came out of the north in an immense cloud with flashing light and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. Hmm. UFO. (laughs) What the fuck you talking about? UFO. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even, uh, I can't even. I can't go. That's I can't in the fully word. deny it. That's in the it, word, bro. Because it's like, huh? That shit crazy. They, they didn't have the language for that, right? Because I mean, you got to imagine, wasn't no cars, mm-hmm. wasn't one shit. So it ain't like they got the word vehicle. Probably ain't even exist. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. niggas was riding on horses and shit. So yeah, and so one of my favorite quotes is any level of technology beyond human understanding cannot be differentiated from divinity meaning that if the whole bible was instead not god but really a bunch of aliens and shit how you gonna know when it's a 6000 bc you know what i'm saying any nigga with an iphone was god at that time straight up straight up straight up bring an iphone to 6000 bc and see if you don't get worshiped Immediately. This nigga. On sight. He FaceTiming somebody. Do what he doing? What? Nigga, you can't even. You put him in the screen? Not even a screen. There's no word for screen, right? You're a nigga with the tablet that speaks faces. That that took the. It wasn't even digital photos at the time, nigga. responding Uh, to you. What? Imagine (laughs) pulling up with FaceTime to the goddamn. (laughs) To the goddamn. Uh. Uh. Uh, what was Christ born in? Manger. <laughs> Pull up to the manger with FaceTime. You are getting worshipped on sight, nigga. <laughs> Immediate worship. Immediate worship. On sight. You got a human inside of your tablet. They can't they ain't even got no word for plastic, nigga. Plastic ain't even invented yet. Imagine them seeing a tablet, nigga, seeing this material that don't exist. Hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Imagine a nigga walking up to you right now with a material that don't exist. 
it would seem it would god god like yes. it would seem god like <laughs> plastic would seem god like in 6000 BC you feel me mm-hmm. aliens okay <laughs> I think I can be I, I can understand straight up I, I could I could be there with you okay? <laughs> that was outlandish land people Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Outlandish land. This is going to get real interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I seen Jesus walking down the street one time. Um, <laughs> I remember okay, we, we, was we in, in the ratchet section. No, we, we was in Miller, and all my siblings, they can attest to this. We were in the car. Going down, what's that main street called? Twelve and twenty, mm-hmm. and this dude in a white, um, white garment, and he had Jesus hair. He was like light skin really? and Jesus hair, and he had a staff really? walking, <laughs> on the, <laughs> walking on the side of the street, and we like it ain't Halloween or nothing. It was a regular day. It was a regular day. <laughs> <laughs> You sure went like close to Easter and no shit? It was not. And I remember, like, my siblings, I wish I could call somebody right now. We can get, like, ugh. This dude was walking, and I remember my godmom was like, we was all like, should we stop, like, right now? This is all when we were, like, super duper Christian going to church every other once in a while Sunday. Yeah. And, like, dang, that's Jesus right there. People honking (laughs) their horns. Was he a nigga? No, he was like light skinned. I, mean, I think what is he was white. Really? But like we were driving by in the car, but it was like brown hair, like had the brown belt like a Jedi. Yeah. Maybe he was just like a going to Star so Wars cosplay. Land, like if you was around and have a you know in twenty seven BC and thus or no twenty seven AD, so Jesus twenty seven years old. And like he like, would you try to get on with Jesus? Why? I, I mean, this is the nigga doing miracles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what other nigga is it to choose other than this? Oh, you can do miracles. You girl. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Listen, could Jesus get it? <laughs> <laughs> this might be blasphemous. All my goodness. Years. But I think people were probably very attracted to Jesus in, in his time. In 27. But but wasn't it like people thought that he was, wasn't he like a, like, I, I don't know anything. I'm probably making up stories about Jesus. But wasn't he like an outcast? Isn't that how the narrative goes? I don't remember. The like, um, people no, didn't like I'm, him? I mean, I think I think the Romans didn't like him because he's over there like, yeah, I'm the son of God. And so they're like, nigga, no, you're not. And so where I'm thinking but of it from I feel a like perspective he was still, of... Because, nah, it was still chicks. Like, so, no, the, listen listen to me. Let me, listen to me out. Hear me out real quick. So, women, especially in the older times, like, marriage and relationships, that was based off of who can who can take care of you. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're looking and Jesus is, like, kind of hated, um, can this person really take care of me? And would it be someone who I'm trying to pursue? So that's what I no, would I even, dig. I wonder. Uh, I wonder that if, would be my take yeah. on that. Um, yeah. I feel like he was still an eligible bachelor, though. Because a nigga that can turn bread and fish into feeding a village, that nigga can take care of you. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. He can take care of your soul. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I mean, but you got to think about your kids. It's like a people trying to kill him and shit. Yes. Um, So for me, that'd be a no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a strong no for Mm. me. (laughs) Um, My question Would you have been a disciple? I mean, what does that mean? You wouldn't have been a disciple because you wouldn't even go with them. So you definitely wouldn't. Were there even any female disciples? Were there any women disciples? Uh, like not what was the, You know how the Bible is about girls. It's a, <laughs> uh, so I don't even. These are questions th- for you. No. So would you be a disciple? What does that even entail? I guess I probably would have. Yeah, especially at the time. I mean, yeah, just following this dude, learning the juice. You know, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, if he was around and he was just he had all these juice, and I talk about juice like getting women and shit I'm talking about juice like the spiritual juice I want the spiritual juice now so yes if I met Jesus right now like I'd be trying to go wherever he's trying to go for sure absolutely disciple even with all the trials and tribulations that they would have put yeah, you through I mean I go through trials and tribulations now but you telling me at the end of I this mean, trials like and tribulations I mean like death threats that's what I'm talking about because yeah, I feel right. like that's how it was with them like somebody find out you doing magic and stuff not even magic not to call it magic but doing these miracles performing these miracles and healing and stuff um people was looking for he was wanted i'm not even gonna say that i can't even say anything pertaining to jesus with with fact i just know the stories yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast like this yeah white people must be stopped because okay. Alrighty. <laughs> because I'm Alrighty. on Facebook and I'm seeing Twix apple fluff salad. Stop Ew. them. What is that? White people. White people. Aww. That's exactly what you see. Watch these hands. White. Listeners, Look. if you are white, he does not. This nigga's mixing me. pineapples, oh my marshmallows, Twix, and apples in a Ugh. salad. That's disgusting. Must be stopped. With caramel. Stop them. Jeez. It might be delicious, though. No, wait, no, <laughs> no, 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 Let me rewind. Let me rewind back past that the ingredients. Okay, so look, we got vanilla pudding. Yuck. Okay. For, wait, yuck to vanilla pudding? I don't really like vanilla pudding. Okay, like you tweaking. So let me see what all are delicious. This actually, no, white people might be the shit. Hold on. So vanilla pudding, milk. Okay, they mix that together. Then they add whipped cream. Okay, then apples. Okay, that's all good. Then Twix. Okay, then pineapples. No, no. Marshmallows. No. (laughs) It would have been a cute like game watch dip if it didn't have caramel. This might be straight though. This might be flame on the low. Look, what did the comments say? You know, I live in a comment section. I just came here for the comments. What <laughs> the comments? Say. You gotta go to the right, click see all comments. Come on. This honestly looks like something my three-year-old would make if I gave her free reign of the kitchen. I thought this was a joke recipe, <laughs> and I'm no longer following you. <laughs> you should stick to baking. I've had this before and it's so good. Definitely easy to make dessert that everyone will love. Shut your mouth, Lord have mercy. Looks so good. That's you. That's a white girl talking though. That's Carolyn Murray. (laughs) (laughs) What in the holy hell is happening here? Quite possibly the most vile thing I've seen on the internet. 
Just eat a fucking Pruitt, skip <laughs> the salad. Not healthy. I'm with that person. Nigga, not ain't nothing healthy. healthy. Oh no. So yeah. Long story short, love God, love humans, be a beautiful, amazing creature. Learn something. Question everything you learn. And Twix apple fruit salad might be delicious. Ugh. You got any words? I don't think so. Um, I was talking about the Twix thing, but my my last words is um. Keep on, like, exploring. Like you said, keep asking questions, exploring for yourself. Do what feels right to you and what you connect with. Um, That might be Christianity or one of the major, like, Judaism or um, Islam. If that's good for you, go ahead. But please do not be one of those people that bash other folks and try to bring them down because they have found their peace and you have not. Like, you don't even have to be like that. Just go forth and... Expand your mind, elevate, and uh, let other people do the same. Au revoir. Oh, I don't say au revoir. He au revoirs everybody. It's not special. Don't be fooled. Goodbye. Have a good night. Yeah, so that was dope, huh? True. Well, we will be back to you every Friday at 4 p.m. Please go ahead and rate and subscribe to this podcast so you can get all the updates you need. If you want to donate, that's patreon.com backslash charitycroft. We will talk to you soon. Yeah.